0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nights of Evening Star here on twitch.tv forward slash I'm your dungeon master, Mark Sherlock Humes, and joining me once again, as always, my beloved players. We have uh, Anna Prosser, we have Nate Sharp, we have Mika Burton. And Jonathan Indovino, aka Shady Penguin. Um, That's a beautiful pronunciation. I tr- Mark, I try and remember it. I try and remember it's it. Beautiful. It's just got to, It's your Shady Penguin, and I've got to replace that with a new name in my brain.
1: I was the uh, most fluid too. There. You didn't even pause.
0: Yeah. No, you were there, dude. You're there. I'm flowing. I'm flowing today. uh We have got another exciting game of Dungeons and Dragons coming up for you. But how are you all, my friends? How are we all doing? Are we all ready for some? dice rolling we're ready for some rp we're ready for some mysteries we're ready for some betrayals i mean
1: i want to take this opportunity to head off any of the like is anna okay sure
0: messages in do. chat
1: because no i'm not wearing makeup no that does not mean that i'm dying uh <laughs> yes i am tired but you probably shouldn't comment on that i look it. uh i've had some serious back pain i'm on a lot of medication uh and I am seeing plenty of doctors. So I preemptively appreciate the concern and all the people that um, messaged me supportive things on Twitter about it. But I just wanted to mention that because we cool. we have so many caring fans who often um, do like to comment on those things in chat. But sometimes it makes us feel sad when we know we're not maybe looking or feeling our best. Yes. So I just wanted to oh, yes. let you it know. Oh,
0: the There is nothing worse than when you are not feeling great. And someone should be like, do they look tired? Are they okay? <laughs> it's just like, no, just are shut up. Are you drinking <laughs> enough water? <laughs> are you drinking enough water? Have you, got, so, have you been outside today?
1: Also, um, apologies in advance because I'm probably a little bit forgetful and stuff, so I appreciate all you helping me out.
0: Oh, Anna, please. The people that I have to play with uh, D&D on a regular basis on Twitch, you're not going to be as forgetful as they are, so don't <laughs> worry. You guys are my precious angels uh, that can do no wrong. Um, but that holding said... You well, we'll see. We'll see after today's episode. Nope, Obviously, we also have uh, Dave, white text friend as well. Uh, you know, I do want to make sure that we make that apparent that Dave is there to provide colourful commentary on everything. But what is this game we're playing? You may be wondering, what is this? What kind of D&D is this? The general premise is that our players here are members of a cormirian noble family or their advisors and they are in charge of a small town called evening star in the nation of cormir um but i do have a more detailed recap as things have gotten well a little bit complicated there's some mysteries going on there's some suspicion going on and perhaps today we will unravel this web network of lies that exists um but yeah if you guys are ready i've got a recap and then we're going to play some D and D. how's that sound heck yes dude Yep, yeah, good. Excited faces. Happy, smiling, excited faces is what I like to see. So last time I'm on also on a lot of
2: painkillers. I apologize. No. <laughs> if I'm not snappy. <laughs> I broke it's my toe, fine. so <laughs> continue.
0: It's fine. We're gonna leave it. It's uh, you know, Nate's gonna just carry this episode. He's gonna be a non-stop chatterbox <laughs> the whole time.
3: Well, I was gonna say I don't even need painkillers to be groggy, so <laughs> <at
0: me. laughs> Uh, So, last time on Knights of Evening Star, after visiting the neighbouring city of Arabelle, watched over by Duchess Celeste Marlier, the party have uncovered a complex web of plots and secrets. They were attacked by a winter ladring during dinner, a construct-like assassin was sent after Marcel, and now their friend and seneschal, Dusk, has been accused of murder. The party have done their best to investigate the matters and resolve these mysteries." Speaking with Dusk, Marcel and Tarkel have learned that he was once a member of the Zentherim, the black network, and they've been uh, and, and was visiting a member of the organization the night of the murder. Dusk fears that his contact, a person called Xander, will not come easily to his aid, but provided the pair with some clues on how to locate him. Meanwhile, Azara and Agnes, along with Elissa, Sara Lee, and Willowsong Shadowbriar, the daughter of the mysterious Woman of the Woods, searched the victim's study for clues, finding a few things of note, missing books, research into strange weapons with bonded Fae, and then Azara used the polymorph spell to detect an unusual scent of perfume around the body. On a hunch, Azara examined Shadowbriar's scent and found a faint but clear match. The party have now spoken with one another and must decide on their next course of action and that my friends is where we begin today you guys at the uh, falcons rest Inn, where you have got rooms and that you have been staying for your uh, time in the city of arabelle and i would like to pass it over to the four of you what would you like to do this is the awkward silence where it's we don't know <laughs> trying to decide because
4: i kind of want to go and pursue the clues that dusk had given us now that um willowsong has come back
0: yes well i think that the she had gone away um willowsong had gone away to speak with her mother um mm. you and Marcel uh Tarko and Marcel sorry had gone back to the inn where Azara and Agnes kind of conveyed their suspicions of what they'd found you guys had a brief discussion about that and then we hadn't quite had um Willow Song Shadow come oh. back to the inn yet so I think that's where we kind of left things off last week if I remember correctly
4: well then um, I'm going to sit at the bar and I'm going to get a Manhattan because they make those mm-hmm. here <laughs> and i am going to wait for willow song to show up because apparently we need to put her under this truth circle and it, after that we can go pursue valuable knowledge uh from dust's awesome. clues
0: yeah manhattan named after william manhattan um Obviously, famous clearly. drinker here in Arabelle. um yeah uh you know it's a sturdy stout drink uh for the working a working fellow um, but yeah you uh, enjoy your william manhattan um and yeah after maybe sort of an hour or so uh willow song does indeed turn up at the tavern uh this kind of slender young ha- uh young wo- uh, wood elf i think i've described her as before young wood elf with long dark hair and kind of sparkling emerald eyes um very pale skin um but yeah makes her way uh back to to the falcon's rest uh when she sees Tarkle, she kind of lights up with a, a gentle smile um and uh makes her way over uh what about the rest of you are you all waiting with Tarkle or are you going about your own business
1: i think i remembered that we were down to like now go investigate the the leaves that dust gave us
2: right i think i think that was waiting... certainly
0: a plan after, after the willow song yeah. stuff i think
2: yeah um, I think I would have sent word ahead to the, um, priest in the kingdom who was mm-hmm. casting the zone of truth spell saying that we were going to be on our way.
0: So the masked priest that was yeah. in- interrogating Dusk, you, I don't think you guys ever learned their name. Um, they well, just seem to be a member of the, uh, Duchess's. To whoever kind of our advises. contacts
2: were there. Cause I think the Duchess said that we would have access yeah, she would to try and offer you help. Yeah. So I would... Yeah. Send word to see if we can set up a a little zone of truth session. Sure. Uh, with somebody who possibly has information in like sure. an hour or so.
0: So I think that yeah, if you send word, who would you who would you send word from with that? Would you send like one of your own guards from Evening Star? Would you send Aaron? Like, who would you send up to the 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 Scepter, which is the name of the sort of I would have noble building.
2: Aaron with a guard from Evening Star.
0: Okay okay um so yeah i think that the time it would take them to get to the scepter and get back uh that you haven't heard back by the time willow song would have arrived so mm-hmm. she arrives before aaron and the guard get back mm-hmm. um so you're still waiting on on this you know potential person to come and cast the zone of truth um when willow song returns so oh
2: yeah. i was gonna say if we come there
0: Oh, okay. Could they In that just case, be ready fine. to yep. go? Yeah, that's even better. Yeah.
4: Um, uh, Willow Song, did you <clears throat> did you speak with your mother?
0: Well, it's a little difficult um, to sometimes get anything out of her. She is a little distracted, but I did mention the concerns with Davian with Davian Cormarill. Um She sent out some. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word figures some some creatures of of the forest to help locate him um the only thing i could think of is well he does have a townhouse here in 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 the city um a place where we were staying before the dinner i thought perhaps that might be a place that we could uh, look into but it will probably take my mother some time to try and locate him more thoroughly um
4: well if you if you know where this townhouse is maybe we can just check i i would be surprised if the duchess hasn't checked there because she said that he seemed to have disappeared and skipped town but uh i think it's worth looking into
0: i just wonder is it possible i mean the duchess really only has guardsmen to go and investigate uh, you're all far more well uh, you're far more skilled than any of them would be perhaps you might find something that they missed
4: mm, that's a that, yep yeah, that's good thinking um uh azara guys do you think that we could go follow this lead uh willowsong knows where davian's townhouse is
0: it's not far from the scepter
1: agnes just looks to azara because azara was kind of the one that figured out that there was something afoot and mm-hmm. so she's trying to follow her lead on like when we're going to press the issues
2: sure As we do have an appointment at the Scepter, I think it would be best if we um, aren't late, seeing as we've asked for their resources and their time. I don't see why swinging by briefly on the way couldn't be a problem, but I don't say that we linger. Is that all right with you?
4: Yeah, I I think either we're going to... The best case scenario would be that we show up at his house, he's there, we drag him to the Scepter as well. And we just have a whole big truth party.
2: That is a best case scenario yes
0: well i can show you the way then that's not a problem uh, like i said I, I was staying there a few days before the dinner so i know where it is and um well it might be locked up I, I i suppose we'll have to see what kind of state the place is in when we're there i don't know if the guards have forced their way in or something to search it but well i guess we can see and then she just sort of uh waits for everyone else really
2: uh where's Alyssa?
0: uh Alyssa is with you so you have I was going to mention so yeah you guys have maybe a squad of sort of four or five guards and I mean guards as in like stat in the monster manual guards like these guys are you know where basic armor you know you can basically have them do menial tasks like watch a perimeter or help you search a building or anything like that if you wanted to do you could also send them to do stuff one of them would have gone with aaron so you have about three of them currently available to you um and then you have elissa herself who is a pretty competent warrior and you know knows arabelle as a city quite well as well if you wanted to you also have sarah lee i don't know if you want to take her with you as well uh
2: yeah i'll take her with us
0: Okay, so the whole squad is going to go
1: I slide. guess that means Aaron's slide, coming slide, too
0: slide, slide. well Aaron is currently sent off to the center oh, right. zara sent him off to to kind of kind of prep things for your arrival so that this uh truth spell the zone of truth can be conjured uh yeah, you guys, if you will set off unless there's no uh, unless there's any uh, objections, you guys make your way off, and Song leads you in a kind of sunny. Kind of late morning time period through the city of Arabelle, where business is running as usual. There is a busy market all along uh, the Ladies' Walk, which is kind of like this main street that runs through the main trade hub of the city. Um, things are just as if nothing was wrong as if nothing had happened over the last few days um and she eventually leads you to a much more secluded private section of the city the guard patrols here the purple dragon knights maintain a closer watch you can see that the streets are very um i don't want to say you know uh I'm trying to think of the word p it's not too fancy you know it hasn't been had money spent on it frivolously but it's still been maintained to a very high statuature. Um you can see that there are the number of these very tall but thin three four story townhouses scattered around um, all facing towards the scepter and looking out onto small parks and small like little avenues and things like that market squares and she leads you to one in particular that stands on its own looking into a park like a small uh, kind of um, quite quaint little nature garden um it has a iron fence around the whole estate um as w- with a large main gate that leads in um and then it's yeah about a three story building that goes up and has you know very nice stone walls and some wood paneling and uh, the high floors appear to be made of wood with a kind of slate roof. Um it looks very elegant but quite simple in some other ways. Well this is this is Davian's uh, estate that I it's just a property I think he keeps here in the city for when he visits um his real uh his real keep and lands are in the Kingswood I think. Um but this is where we were staying when we were here.
4: Uh, hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, Willisong, for bringing us here. Um, do we
0: see like, are there any guards outside or? You don't see any guards outside. There are no guards watching the, the building or anything like that. There are no guards uh, around the fence. Uh, you can see that the windows inside there are you know each floor has sets of windows Um, none of them are particularly shuttered or boarded or anything like that Uh, they just look to be closed maybe locked as normal as uh, any normal house would be it looks empty you don't see any figures in the windows moving about or anything like that Um, it looks yeah abandoned um,
2: Uh, but not derelict walk up to the door and try and open it (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, the, so there is a fence all oh, around fence. the estate yeah so this fence is maybe about sort of eight feet nine feet tall it's like a short stone wall and then a big thick iron barred fence um like you might see around like a kind of very wealthy looking uh house or like an old creepy house on the corner kind of thing i'm imagining um, you like the...
2: skyrim like fence yes. around a manor house type thing yes, exactly okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> there is a gate but it's quite heavy and you can see that there is a kind of um it looks like a new chained uh, a new chain and lock has been wrapped around the fence and, and locked it shut um that looks quite new
2: um then i will walk up to the chain on the fence mm-hmm. uh and let's see what won't are there lots of people roaming the street?
0: there are not lots of people but there are people there are kind of night patrols walking around you can mm-hmm. see some very well-dressed merchants and nobles maybe kind of making their way back home or heading off into market that pass through this area um any sort of spell casting uh mm. is probably going to be noticed if it has verbal or somatic components
1: agnes is like we we could bring the bell but we can't get to the door isn't there like a something on the gate that's like a
0: ding dong here any, there isn't really anything on the gate no there doesn't appear to be sort of like a little attendance bell or anything like that um
2: would now hear me out here if someone were to misty step yes and i can see through a window yeah could i miss yes yeah, i believe misty step is
0: as, as long as you can see where it is you're going you can you can do yes. that yeah
2: okay um I'm gonna. I'll, I'll turn to the rest of the, the group and the guards. The guard are they going to stop me from doing anything illegal are they on our side like what kind of guards are we talking here
0: i mean these are the city guards these are the the purple dragon knights that watch over arabelle uh Uh, you have Mm. your guards with you as well right right um, right which wear like a very simple um uniform and they actually have um they wouldn't there's no symbol for evening star yet i don't think i don't think you guys have established like a crest or anything so they just have the purple dragon knights tabard um but they're your your guards basically
2: have we been given kind of free reign by the duchess to like do whatever we want for this investigation
0: i think that that's up to your interpretation of your previous conversations if you would like to try and break break the law uh, um i think that you can convince otherwise
2: i'll turn to one of the more burly looking guards and i'll say uh dear sir would you mind um unlocking this gate for us we have to proceed with our investigation
0: uh this random guard that just happens to be patrolling sort of looks over kind of looks around. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, War Wizard, but it's not my duty. I don't have the key for that gate. We were we, It was searched yesterday. It's been locked up since. I'm afraid you'd probably have to speak to, well, the the watch commander or the watch captain, whoever's leading the investigation. I, I don't have the keys for that lock. Uh, hearing Azara say that,
4: can mm-hmm. I sneakishly try to use my Kiss of Silver to pick the lock? Sure.
0: While Azara is talking to him, I think that that's a suitable distraction uh, for you to do this. We'll see cool. how much you fail it by if you fail. That'll be the the giveaway.
4: Uh, and what am I... I'm going to roll sleight of hand. Uh, so or... yeah,
0: well, thievery tools is normally basically... It's d20 plus your okay. dexterity modifier plus your proficiency bonus. Oh. So if you're pro- so yeah, whatever okay. that happens okay. to work out as. I rolled
4: a 9 plus 7, 16.
0: Sixteen's probably enough. This is a brand new lock, and it's really just for the outer doors. So yeah, with um, kiss of silver, which is this very fine, uh, kind of silvery blade, and maybe with your own sort of like a couple of little tools as well. Whilst Azar is talking, you just the, the the chain around the main outer fence and this this new lock, yeah, it quickly unlocks and you can slip the the lock out of the chains. Um, do you stop the door opening? Like the gate's about to swing open. Would you kind of like hold it in place? What? Well,
4: I would. Well, I would hold it. And like as Azara is finishing her sentence, I'd say, "Oh no, Azara! The Duchess uh, gave me a key already, so we could continue our investigation."
2: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ah. I'll turn it away and be like, "Oh, I must have forgotten." Wonderful. Thank you, sir. You can be on your way, and I'll sure. turn back. God, to the group. It's
0: just that's a fairly so feasible. Did. There's no reason for them to doubt you, so uh, yeah, they just uh, seeing that you've just yeah used the key to unlock it. They just like, oh, it's and They just seem to head off. I'll give um,
2: Tarkle a really approving nod as I <laughs> walk over.
0: You see Alyssa kind of shift a little bit uncomfortably. Uh, Sarah Lee looks around a bit panicked, sort of worrying that you're, uh, Magister, we're not doing something we shouldn't be, are we? I, oh, I no, rather. no, no, sweet little turtle okay. dove. It's yeah. fine. We're investigating.
2: We're investigators. Everything is kosher. Do they say kosher in D&D? <laughs> they, do
0: they do <laughs> As now. As Ara does. As Ara It's a strange habit that you've picked up from a, yeah, a teacher from... you had or something. <laughs> right. Um but yeah you kind of look around and uh yeah the the gate opens with uh, under Tarkle's uh fine dexterity um and yeah you can just make your way to the the actual door which leads into the townhouse now um it's a short walk through a kind of very well tended garden uh that leads to the front door uh with a small kind of uh, outcropping like a little um uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm trying to think of the word i'm really bad with words today uh like a not a decking just, what's um... when you have what do you have at the front of a house that's, that's like porch thank you uh like a small porch um with a main door that leads into the estate proper into the house proper it's not really an estate it's more like a townhouse um uh this door uh, is also locked
4: oh fun uh i <laughs> guess i'll try to pick it again unless yes, anyone yeah, else wants can... to jump in and try to do something I that's just...
0: your job um
4: <laughs> rogue
2: Azara will look to tarkle and say it is it's up to you. I can misty step inside unless you'd like there to. There are go.
0: windows. Yeah, there are yeah. windows around the outside of the townhouse itself looking into um various rooms uh, mm-hmm. if you wish to go and explore those. Um I can describe that to you if anybody's looking. Yeah, I mean if I you can, can get inside and open the door as well.
2: Um can I sense any warding?
0: Are you casting detect magic?
2: I am not.
0: Then you but look around. I am you, using you...
2: my vibes
0: uh give me a perception (laughs) check
2: okay oh i should get my dice that's important
0: that is gonna be useful that's so unlikely Uh, meanwhile 13 (laughs) 13 you look around you don't see any obvious glyphs or wards or ins you know inscribed runes or anything like that to indicate that there's any sort of magic protection on these windows
2: or like the house itself
0: none that you can see
2: okay or sense magically there um, is a
0: spell for that and it is called detect it's detect
2: magic, magic. yep mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> No yeah, free arcana checks from me I'm afraid
2: I see I see <laughs> um yeah i'll take I'll take the i'll take I'll take the chance. I'm gonna use the necklace charge.
0: Ah, from Snowmorn. Yes, from Snowmorn. So this kind of dangling fragment of the knife that was used to summon the winter eladrin that you recovered, uh, you Mm -hmm. focus on its energies. You feel this kind of cold wind blow through you temporarily, uh, kind of chilling your body and your spine. And then you feel almost like you become snow or like wind for a moment. Uh, And you pass through the glass pane. And when you appear, you find yourself in a... Uh, a sort of lounge area. Um, the windows look out onto the front garden, and into the park. Uh, you can see that there is a couple of comfortable-looking chairs facing towards a fireplace. A large map of Cormyr hangs over it, um, and there are various stuffed animals mounted to the walls. A large deer, a couple of birds mounted on perches, um, and there appears to be like a large wolfskin rug along the floor as well. Uh, and then there is a door that leads out of this room.
2: Um, I will go unlock the door.
0: Okay, I you guess open just a deadbolt. Yeah, you just open that normal door, which leads into a short corridor. Uh, There's a set of stairs leading up, and this connects to the front door. You can see sort of Tarkle peering through a small window uh, Mm -hmm. set into the door itself. Um, And it appears to just be like a a latch um, that you can unlock from the inside. Normally a key would unlock it, but it looks like you can actually unlock it from the inside without the key.
2: Cool. Uh, Then, yeah, I'll unlock it and let everybody in.
0: Yeah, everyone sees the same thing. So when you guys enter, uh the main entrance um leads to a kind of long hallway, like a long entrance hall, with a tall staircase that leads up to a second floor landing and then seems to double like it seems to curve round to like a corridor. Um, and you can see looking up that there is a kind of space to look down from the second floor. Um, and, yeah, there's that's the room, the lounge that Azara just came from. Uh, and the other room appears to just kind of lead into a dining room and kitchen area. Nothing really of note there, just a empty table. The whole place looks like it was vacated very quickly. There's a few items of furniture, but nothing really of note. Anything of any real value, it looks like it's been very hastily removed. You don't see, like, things like cutlery or silverware or candelabras or anything like that
2: um i'm immediately going to polymorph again into that bloodhound oh nice um and start taking a sniff uh just around the general house like probably in his bedroom and in his office wherever he would be so azara
0: is gonna so you look sniff around the downstairs rooms um you get various mixtures of smells the lounge smells like fire smoke and animal fur there's the smell of old parchment that kind of emanates from the floor um somebody in here used to smoke a pipe quite heavily Uh, you kind of get that sense of smell of tobacco and drink alcohol the dining area smells remnants of food mixtures of different human bodies coming going the old smells not recent um The kitchen still has plenty of food in the cupboards. Most of it you know, probably would be stores kept, grains, and all that sort of stuff. Nothing really unusual. Um, And then I'm going to assume you start making your way upstairs. What's everyone else doing? I would have just uh, asked Willisong,
4: or Tarko would have. Yes. uh, Does everything look as it was? Is there anything...
0: It looks like he's abandoned the place. I really... David was a cold man I, I i tried to do my best to kind of stay out of his way really. um I had a guest room up on the second floor that I spent some time in um David mostly spent time in his study up on the third floor
4: mm, okay maybe we'll uh maybe we'll check out the third floor see if there's anything we can find.
0: Yes,
1: I'll go um, look in the study with them
0: okay, so Agnes begins heading upstairs. Marcel, you're gonna head up as well mm-hmm okay um Sarah Lee looks around awkwardly now that uh, her magister has become a dog and can't speak to her and give her orders um and Alyssa just turns uh Baroness Baron Baroness should I should I watch the main door would you like me to remain down here just in case anybody comes or come with you what would you like me to do I I feel a little out of place with these sneaking around investigations it's not really my forte
4: um I I don't think it's a problem if you stay down here. I mean truthfully if anyone comes just tell them that we're investigating Lord Davian's disappearance because we have suspicion on him from the crime.
0: Yes, of course. Very well, Baron. I will um I'll remain watch down here then um just in case. Uh do be careful. Look after yourselves. We don't know what if Davian is responsible. Perhaps he's left people here. Uh And with that, yeah, she just takes watch by the door, um, kind of peering out through the curtain by a window, um, looking out onto the fence that you entered from. Um, the rest of you will make your way upstairs, kind of following this bloodhound Azara, sniffing as she goes. Uh, and I'm using my Ooh.
1: 22 passive perception. I mm. just notice anything on the way, by the way, that yes. I
0: can you would and by the way as you make your way up uh as you're kind of following azara sniffing around um the landing that the stairs lead up to imagine it kind of uh the stairs lead up and then it doubles backs and then there's a kind of corridor with doors on the side and then another staircase leading up again kind of going up to the third floor um agnes you definitely notice a couple of things on the landing um in a small alcove in the center of this kind of corridor Uh, There is a alcove with a statue of a warrior. It looks to be kind of sculpted from stone, um, but it carries a very real spear and shield. Um, Hmm. The shield is marked with uh, Lord Davian's crest. Um, That seems to be kind of looking out, uh, kind of posed as if a warrior in battle uh, along the corridor. Um, There is also a long rug that seems to stretch along that corridor itself, like a long, quite frayed, quite worn rug Um, That extends the whole way. But the one thing you do notice, and I think Marcel might pick up on this as well, because you both have very high passive uh, perceptions. At the far end of this landing, of this corridor with the doors, just before it goes to the stairs leading up, there's a section of the ceiling that has like the outline of maybe a trapdoor.
3: Hmm. I'm going to go right to that.
1: Yeah, I point (laughs) that out too.
0: As you do, Marcel um uh as you do uh let me just bring something up here as you begin making your way down the corridor striding boldly forward uh i have to create an encounter very quickly on D beyond
1: because the statue comes alive and tries to kill him
0: well that does happen but the first <laughs> thing that happens is as marcel steps onto the rug the rug seems to writhe and form into kind of almost like it's alive and it tries to <laughs> wrap around Marcel dramatically.
1: You have the worst luck with rugs of suffocation, Nate. Like you're the mm-hmm. only person I've <laughs> ever seen get wrapped in a rug of suffocation multiple
2: times.
0: Yep. That's and, right. and the thing is, is I knew that as well. So.
2: <laughs> oh, <no>! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, as a, as like a reaction to this before initiative, could I unpolymorph or would that have to be a turn?
0: That would be in your in your turn, I'm afraid. Yeah. Zara, this happens, none of you, yeah, like this thing looked indistinguishable from a normal rug and it
2: gotcha. phew, has
0: been waiting for someone to... Uh...
2: Can you imagine being a rug, laying there just waiting for somebody to step on you? What a boring life. <laughs>
4: but then when someone finally steps on you, what a rush.
2: Oh, That's so the hyped. best day ever. So hype. Good for right. this rug. You know what? Good for you, rug.
0: Let's get kid. some initiative rolls, please. Azara.
2: Yeah. I was just organizing my voice. <laughs> Four.
0: Four. Perfect. Uh, Marcel. Big fat seven. Dang. Seven. Taco. Out the gate. 11. 11. And Agnes.
1: 19.
0: 19 that's my big sister are you my big sister yeah you're older yeah yeah well a lot I, older well the okay. bad news is that the rug does get a kind of um surprise round uh, is it basically wraps around marcel very quickly so that's going to get the first turn and then the initiative will take over um so yeah it tries to smother you marcel uh, mm-hmm. that is an 18 to hit mm-hmm. uh, you are now grappled um, until the grapple ends, the target is restrained, blinded, at a risk of suffocation. Um, uh, as this thing just wraps around you tightly, kind of pinning your arms to your side, you can't see. And it's so tight, you begin to feel the air um, kind of going out of you. And I'm just going to check the rules for suffocating. So... <laughs> what a what sentence. A <laughs> hold... what's, um, what's Marcel's con modifier, Nate? Uh,
3: plus one
0: okay you can hold your breath for two minutes so you've basically got two minutes before you start running out of air Um, so probably not a worry in this combat um unless somebody can't get to you um so that's its kind of surprise round then agnes as you suggested the statue in the middle of this alcove kind of (laughs) kind of turns (laughs) steps out and will push its way past the rug of smothering to the first person it can see which is the doggy uh, that had been making its way up the corridor along with Marcel.
1: Oh, It goes for the dog first?
0: Yeah, well, it the first,
1: first
4: living thing
0: it can see. Maybe um, it wants to give pet and nothing else. It gives pet with Sussed. spear. <laughs> oh. um, that is a 15 to hit uh, Azara for the My first attack.
2: My armor 15.
0: Okay. Um, that is going to be... 13 points of damage to Azara as Yikes. it poof, stabs into the Mastiff form. Yikes. Um, do you have the stats for a Mastiff? Would you like me to quickly grab them? Could
2: you quickly grab them?
0: Yes. Because the main thing to know is uh, how much damage did you just take? 13. Okay, so the Mastiff has hit five hit points. Okay. So you take five, so and then revert... you would take eight to Azara. Yes. Okay. So you revert immediately back oh, to Azara. Oh, hey!
2: It did exactly what I wanted points. to do anyway. Huh. Yeah, it so... does
0: at the cost of eight hit points.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll take it.
0: Uh, then it tries to stab you again.
2: Well, that's fucking rude.
0: Which is a natural 20. <laughs> Ooh. So it kind of, the spear comes up nearly through the throat. And I will use my crit rules, which I give to you guys as well, ah! which is max dice. And then I roll the dice uh-huh. again. So this is this is the first be... time you've crit this us? Is the first time. I think yeah, so. And, and I,
1: last and time have, he said, yeah. he's like, wait till I crit you, then you won't like You're it. You're not going to so like it, of course.
0: 23 points of damage. Yikes. Um, yike. The spear pff, ugh, plunges into you. Oh, And that's then a the yike. shield, it bashes you uh, once in the face with the shield for a 22 to hit.
2: Yeah, that hits.
0: Is cracked! Uh, it goes for the first living thing it could see that wasn't captured by the rug. That is going to be uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage, and can you make a strength saving throw, please? And it moves like a soldier, almost like a Greek hoplite, kind of using its shield and then stabbing forward with a spear and then bashing out with it. It's like a 15. Dark Souls character. 15. You just managed to stay on your feet as it tries to knock okay. you to the ground. Um, um, but that is its goal. I'm... And to- to give Not yourself happy. some kind of uh, visual um, awareness of the space. yeah. The corridor is next to the stairs landing. So you have like this open staircase next to you. Then okay. a 10-foot corridor. So okay. enough room for two creatures to move down it. Okay. Um, with doors on either side with a small alcove in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the rug is in ahead of you, sort of in the middle of the corridor. Then the clay, the, the statue, and then Azara are next to them. And that's where the fight's going on um and obviously marcel is wrapped up in the in the rug uh, agnes crown silver
1: um i am assuming that she's kind of near marcel cuz she was starting she's next starting, to marcel, yes. yeah she's starting to walk
2: also after him. i would look like i'm about to die by the way so covered oh, that's in right. blood i have 9 hit points <laughs> yeah dang it
1: cuz like Agnes would be ready to react to the rug, but I guess seeing Azara being so badly wounded would change her mind. That's okay. So she's going to cast Entangle. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast, it's a 20-foot area, but I'm going to try to cast it so it, Azara is outside it.
0: Okay, I will say you can just probably get a Zara outside of it, but Marcel and the rug would be inside it. Hmm. I mean, he is already grappled. He can't get more grappled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Grappled plus. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll deal with him next turn. He can hold his breath for a little while. I'll do the entangle.
0: Sure. Um, Uh, So what kind of save do I need to make?
1: You need to make a strength Check above
0: fifteen. The statue passes. Dang uh, it. That was a twenty-four, I think. Oh, uh, the rug, however, fails, <laughs> and it can be restrained. So all of these vines wrap around the rug. So the rug has got Marcel restrained inside it, and then you have restrained the rug with these <laughs> vines. As all from the floorboards, these kind of sprouts grow and wrap around the rug. <laughs> well, at least it'll
1: make the rug easier to hit. <laughs>
0: It does. It does make the rug easier to hit. You're absolutely right. I should
1: Um, know the statue would be too strong for that. I use entangle way more than it actually works. And I always dream of it working so well.
0: It's it's perfect against things like all the like little bandits that you first yeah. fought when we started with uh, the the star watch keep. It's perfect for like lots of yeah. you know, little minions and things like that. But yeah, this statue looks very strong. The way it was striking Azara, it seems to be very very.
1: Agnes uh, was startled. She didn't make the competent. best decisions.
3: The DM said that spells great when you're fighting weak stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the rug just continues. So the rug's turn. It just continues to hold. Um, uh, Marcel, it doesn't do anything. It's a Marcel's turn. It's he takes damage. So uh Tarkle, uh it is your turn. Uh and I guess I hear I'm... a voice from downstairs kind of call up like what what was that?
4: <laughs> oh, because Willowsong are already on the third floor.
0: Uh no, Willowsong was behind you guys. Like she's not moved up on her own. She's basically you have you, you have Willowsong, Sarah Lee, and Alyssa behind you guys. They're okay. all just waiting downstairs. So uh,
4: just stay down there with Alyssa and then I'll uh walk up if I have to walk forward at all, and I'm going to try to toss my Kiss of Silver uh, at the Clay Knight. Yeah, you don't need to walk forward. You can throw okay. from back here. Yeah, Gotcha. Uh, so let me roll my d20, and I roll a 2.
0: So this knight is going real good. Uh, that's a 9 total. Uh, against the, yeah, the Clay Gladiator brings up its shield, and the the dagger just kind of pings off, and you focus for a moment, and then whips back into Silvery Mist and reforms in your sheath uh okay is there like anything substantial that i could hide behind you could attempt to there is like a door uh that's you know like a normal door into a room you could open that up and try and hide inside that room Mm. get you out of sight is that gonna really make
4: me hidden though you know what kind of hide i'm talking about
0: yeah, you're basically what you want is you, you need to be out of sight of the creature you're hiding from so you can kind of strike without it knowing where you're going to strike from. So okay. it would still
4: work. I'm going to do that then.
0: Okay. You open the door and it seems to lead into like a large uh, bedroom. Um, very, very lavish, double bed, kind of very nice like uh, blankets and things like that li- listed over it. There's like a small trunk and a dresser and things like that. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, you can you can hide, make a stealth check. Uh,
4: Oh, plus ten, and I rolled a 9.
0: 19. 19, Yeah, this thing is has no idea where you like. It, yeah. As far as it's concerned, it doesn't know where you've gone. So, Sweet. kind of shoulder barge the door, emerge into the next side. Uh, as Tarkle does that, the trap door that you saw, uh, that Agnes and, and Marcel saw, the trap door swings open, and a kind of crossbow folds out um you can see its arms almost seem to animate by themselves as it pulls its own bowstring back as this bolter uh, this crossbow kind of sentry turret uh, unfolds staring down the corridor um i just see Nate just like shaking his head at me, like <laughs> what is this i hate this um, and da-da-da-da-da. It will. You see just a single uh, glowing tipped crossbow bolt seems to lock into place and it fires it forward. I need uh, Agnes. Marcel automatically fails this because I think he's restrained. I need to check that. Uh, The rug and the statue all have to make dexterity saving throws. Um, uh, Azara too, uh, as it uh, impales, uh, as it explodes on striking. Uh, 18. Restrained. 17. You have disadvantage on dexterity, what? Marcel. So disadvantage. Oh, oh. Yes. oh
2: I was like, oh,
0: what? Uh, no, uh, uh, Azara needs to make it as well. Sorry. Yeah, I got 18. Yeah, uh, and okay, so you got 18. Um, the rug fails. <laughs> um, and then the statue. Uh, the statue actually passes as well. Marcel, how do you do? 12. 12. Uh, you have also failed. Um, Neat. So Azara and the statue are going to take half damage. Uh, the rest, the rug and Marcel will both take full damage. So that's going to be 12. 15 points to the uh, Marcel and the rug. Um, I'm just checking it doesn't have five vulnerability. It doesn't. Uh, and then that would be seven points of damage to Azara. Oh, my God.
3: That's got to so destroy the rug, right? Like, what's the thread count on uh, this? Thing? The rug is not
0: looking good. <laughs> the rug definitely is scorched and cindered, but it is also now on fire. Um, so it is a flame uh, as this bolt explodes. Uh, it kind of, as the bolt impacts the ground, it just psh, erupts into flames. Um but that's the that's the bolt that's the oaken bolt turn. Marcel at the start of your turn whilst you are restrained, you take ten bludgeoning damage as you're just being crushed by this thing cool, cool, and now it is your co
3: <laughs> great uh do I do any kind of check to see if I break it before I turn No. Uh,
0: uh so you can use a i believe it's an action to break out of it yeah escape dc 13 so you can make an athletics or acrobatics check to break free but it is an action
3: so i'm restrained so i can't move and i'm suffocating but
0: can i and you're blinded uh you can talk yes you can talk it's but it's like you know really muffled
3: okay but um so that means a verbal spell would work it would okay i'm just gonna
0: misty step out Do you need to see where you're going because you are blinded by this I,
3: I, I Mind's eye. I, I know where I was going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what does the spell say, Nate? <laughs> I'm going to Jeremy Crawford.
3: You briefly sur- briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you
0: can see. Ah. ah there is the crux of it. Mm. Uh, but okay, still, cool. you, what would you like to do? I'll acrobatics. Sure. DC 13.
3: That would be a
0: 26. You easily, like, manage to wriggle and kind of squirm your way and kind of get enough leverage that you pull yourself free out of the rug of smothering um, and manage to free yourself. Uh, You still have a move and a bonus action. What would you like to do?
3: Okay, cool. So now that I can see what's going on,
0: yes there's a statue and so yeah so here's the the... the lay of it you are on the other side so when you escaped you probably would have emerged on the other side of the rug so it's basically like you're next to the rug the rug is next to a statue that is currently killing azara you can see that she's mulch She's bleeding heavily as this thing is fighting agnes is a little bit further down the corridor. Tarkle's nowhere to be seen. And then at the end of the corridor in the direction you were going is this crossbow mounted in the ceiling. Um it's maybe like sort of seven, eight feet up in the air. So you can still reach it with attacks if you wanted to.
3: Okay. I'm going to so if is there room like under the crossbow? Do I feel like if I get close enough, it would like not be able to shoot at me?
0: It is like on a pivot. It could, it could point itself down at you, but you could teleport underneath it directly and attack it. I was just going to walk over to it. You could also walk over to it, yes. Although, oh. although tax for opportunity.
3: Oh, I thought... Okay,
0: so I'm not in between all of that. You are next to the rug. And the rug still gets opportunity, at same.
1: But even if he just ungrappled from it? Does he get another? If, if
0: he provokes an opportunity <laughs> attack, it's still a reaction, like he's still moving away from it. So the escape <laughs> is he basically is now five. he's next to it, basically. He's no longer grappled, but he's still next to the creature.
3: Okay. Um. Then I'm just going to stay put and I'm going to use okay. my bonus action to second wind
0: and restore some good. HP. That sounds very nice. Weird. Don't we all wish we could do that? Those mm-hmm. Mithras, whose turn it is now.
2: Hey, so... Remember it a while ago, we all got those potions and we had one left and I had it on my person, but I don't remember if it was the minor or the major healing. I vaguely remember it was the major healing potion that we had left.
0: What is written in your character sheet, Azara Mithras?
2: That's the thing is that none of them were, but we had three potions Anna used one. I mean, I can go back and watch the YouTube right now. I remember after the troll (laughs) or the, the something that we defeated, I said, do you want to use this or should we save it for later? And you said about, save it for later.
0: How about this? We'll count is a great. I remember. But then this would be the last of the potions, and then from I now think on, it was the
2: last of the potions. Sure,
0: that's fine. Yeah. Just make sure we write it down so that we know who has what in the future. How about that?
2: Okay. Yes, I think yeah, it was before I was taking accurate notes, and I sure. apologize.
0: My next question is: Do you prefer me to roll the potions, or do you want to roll the potions? Ah. Uh, I always roll it for my group, but I don't mind what you.
2: I for. will have you. Sure. Gold, if that's how you. Do it's a it.
0: greater healing potion, yeah. So forty-four plus four. Yes. Seven.
2: Ten. And I'll go back and watch it for posterity, because I, I truly fine. believe this. Seven,
0: Fifteen hit points. Okay. Uh, it's fine. Like it's no big deal. Like I trust you guys. It's just like yeah. I will just, write it down. Uh, I, I and I say this to my own group. Write stuff down in your inventories, like even if <laughs> it's like bad. a like yeah, but you know a group agreement or whatever. It's just right. just then it it prevents any confusion, like who has what and and what's left and stuff
2: um was that a uh an action
0: uh so i i always rule it as drinking a potion yourself is a bonus action feeding a potion to somebody else is a full action i think that's a bit more fair i think spending your whole turn drinking a potion for yourself is a bit boring but if you're saving somebody else i think it's like takes a bit more time to like feed them the physical potion
2: then as my action i'm going to cast false life on myself excellent um
0: some more hit points
2: yep which is i rolled on D beyond four so 44 plus four is eight so i get eight more and they then, are temporary hit points remember yes They're they temporary are temporary hit points, hit points. Yeah. um and then i am also going to use my bonus action to misty step the heck away from here does that give an an opportunity
0: so it's this this is the problem of mm-hmm. false life is a first level spell You can't then cast another spell as a bonus action if it's a spell spell. You're right, you're right,
2: you're right. All right, then. And I didn't do quicken spell like an idiot. That's okay. Then I guess that's my Uh, turn.
0: That's your turn. So Now we go up to the top and the clay statue.
3: Not very happy
0: that you are just healing yourself. Uh, It will, however, divide some of its attacks. It now has a secondary target. Uh, So it will attack uh, Azara again, but it will also try and stab at Nate as well once. Uh, This thing seems pretty mean. So that is an 11 to hit you, Azara.
2: Oh, thank God. No.
0: That is an 18 to hit Marcel. Yep. So that's going to be 11 points of piercing damage to Marcel. And then it tries to shield bash Azara for 12 to hit Azara. No! Just barely. (laughs) so yeah it kind of tries to strike you and then it turns its attention back to marcel as this thing is now engaging you both in the corridor kind of spinning itself around um agnes
1: uh agnes is just about done with all this nonsense so she's a lot of nonsense going going on yeah there's too much nonsense it needs to be a diminished amount of nonsense so she is going to cast scorching ray and she's going to do it at third level, so that's going to give her four ray bolts.
0: Very um, nice. What would you like to strike?
1: I want to shoot. Targets. I, well, do I get to I get to shoot them and find out what they do before I have to? decide Yeah, you can all make them individually. Them, right? Yeah, you can yeah. do them
0: individually. So you could be like, okay, first one at the rug, second one at yeah. the rug, right? That's dead. Now I'm going to target this thing. Yeah, you can absolutely do it that. Way.
1: Okay, I want to do the first one at the clay statue okay and that is going to be 18 to
0: hit that just barely hits the thing tries to bring its shield up but the flames kind of curl around and strike it in the chest
1: Ooh, and she rolls 12 damage fire damage also um oh i thought i thought scorching ray did something where it would also set on fire any flammable items they're holding but i guess not
0: Even if it did, the shield and spear are both metal and the statue's made of some sort of, like, stone.
1: Even the haft of the shield is metal?
0: Uh, The spear, the whole thing is metal, yeah. It's like a long Hmm. metal kind of spear.
1: Okay, but it did do damage to him, so I'm going to do that again. Same target, because this one is the most dangerous to us at the moment. That's going to be a 16 to hit?
0: That does not hit. This time it manages to kind of completely engulf the ray on its shield. It's metal shield.
1: All right, let's try again. Same. Uh, oh man, that doesn't hit. (laughs) All right. One more try. That doesn't hit either. Agnes hits and she gets so excited that like the other rays just kind of.
0: (laughs) It's also like this thing is made of stone so it's even using parts of its body to help deflect the flames like kind of protecting mm. its like vulnerable joints and things like that so it kind of knows how to protect itself as these flames just kind of roil around it. Marcel and Zara both this scorching heat kind of blasts past you almost trying to, to get to the thing. Uh, anything else Agnes?
1: No I don't have many good reactions so I've already used my action. Um, I guess I No, I'm not going to do anything else. I'll just stay here.
0: Okay. Marcel. Nate, I'm so sorry. The rug once again tries to engulf no! you. Well, it would. Uh that's only a 15 to hit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> As it once again surrounds you entirely, uh, trying to crush you to death as best it can, um, tackle.
4: Uh, I'm going to sneakishly peek my head out of the door that I'm hiding behind and kiss the silver the the, the clay statue. Sure. Uh, so this time uh, you have an
0: advantage. I... It is unaware of you. Aha! And it's also if it hits, mm-hmm. it's a crit, right? Uh, It's not surprised. It just is. It's it doesn't know where you are, so it's not surprised. Yeah, surprised. You have to do before the combat starts, basically.
4: Gotcha. Okay. So my first roll was a seventeen,
0: and my next roll was a twelve plus seven, so nineteen. That both of those would actually technically hit, just barely. But the nineteen does. Yeah, the kiss of silver flies through the air and embeds in the stone. Give me the damage. Uh, It is a sneak attack, as you have an ally next to the creature. Augers.
4: Uh, so my D4 ended up being 7, and then I will roll the rest on D&D Beyond. Because it's too many dice.
2: <laughs> too many.
0: Too many. Uh, it's going to be 17 from D&D Beyond. Uh, is that including the base damage as well, Gino, you know? Or is that just the sneak attack damage?
4: Sneak attack just comes up as 4D6. Uh, and that rolls 17, and then I also rolled the D4 plus 4. Okay. Which would be 7.
0: So, the 17 is just as effect. So, yeah, the dagger yeah. kind of strikes in, and you can see it begins cracking and splintering at the shoulder joints uh, where this thing is like got its body. And you can see it kind of shifts itself around, um, clearly wounded by that, but still still in fighting condition. Anything else, Tarkle?
4: Uh, I am going to attempt to hide again behind my door. Sure.
2: There he goes. I rolled a
4: 14 plus 10, 24.
0: 24 yeah you just kind of throw yourself into the side um yeah it seems like these rooms definitely provide cover from from the the crossbow and things like that it doesn't seem to be able to get an angle on you um speaking of the crossbow in the ceiling it's go uh seeing the immense amount of firepower uh that was just fired uh agnes uh, it will fire two kind of lancing bolts in your direction um four oh, i'll roll that one Uh, That is for an 11 to hit, the first one. No. Uh, The second one, however, is a 26. That does hit. That would be a hit. Uh, That is for 11. 15 points of piercing damage as this crossbow bolt. Fires from the turret uh, down into you. Uh, But that is its whole turn. Uh, I will just roll to see if it recharges its firebolt. It does not. Marcel you once yes. again find yourself uh, suffocating.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you take, at the start of your turn, that's going to be uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage as you are crushed. Now it is your turn. Uh,
3: I have a question for Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes.
0: Yes, please. If this
3: questions. thing is putting all of its might and effort into keeping me grappled, yes. how would that affect its dexterity saving throws?
0: I would I would argue that not very well. I cool. would say that it would it would not be very good at them.
3: So seeing as it's a verbal spell instead of escaping and letting this happen again, I'm just going to sword burst from inside of it.
0: <laughs> oh that's cool oh. nice
3: and just try and rip this thing apart from the inside so that's a dex you know, i'm 15. not even gonna
0: make the save nate you're inside it and it bursts around you right like <laughs> yes. it's a five foot radius around you mm-hmm. um Herffica- literally the actual board explosion like
2: hercules the, inside of the inside of the thing and he comes out of it
0: the mm-hmm. um the clay the clay statue would actually potentially take this so is it a deck save hmm 15 uh okay well the statue passes it It manages to throw itself to side as all of these kind of spectral blades emerge from the rug um but the rug i'm not even gonna make a saving throw just give me the damage for it
3: okay that would be seven
0: seven points (laughs) you can see that the rug is like tattered shreds of fabric now but it's still just barely animated um while this grappling creature it takes only half the damage, still to it. I mean, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't do that to you. That would be from an outside attack. Yeah. So the the blade just kind of emerged from around you, um, shredding it. Anything else on your turn, Marcel?
3: Okay. So so I'm I'm shredding it a bit, but I'm still stuck.
0: Yes. It's not Is, defeated yet.
3: F- for funsies' flavor, um, would you say I've at least shredded a hole that my hand could like poke out of?
0: yes sure why not okay not you you can't see i'm gonna still keep you blinded but there's enough that your hand can kind of wriggle out so just like this little hand is like wiggling around like the thing
3: okay then for my bonus action would you let me conjure my shadow blade with that free hand (laughs) yes Yes, all right cool so a shadow blade at this hand out of this rolled up rug just kind of like
0: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I sure. just imagine I like it. a
2: mummy, like in a rug, with just like ping,
0: just like a little sword poking like out, a little it. hand sticking out. Absolutely,
2: yep.
0: <laughs> perfect. Uh, Azara.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna cast quicken spell on myself real quick, um, okay. and then I'm going to try and banish this heckin' stone boy.
0: So you're are you quickening the banish on? I'm the, quickening the
2: banishment.
0: Cool. So bonus action to cast this. Yep. Um, so you can cast a cantrip after. What's the saving throw on the banishment?
2: Charisma 14.
0: Ooh, that's a good choice against the statue, <sighs> Exactly, because
2: it's a statue. Actually,
0: not really. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. For some reason, this clay gladiator has a charisma of plus two. Uh don't look at me. Blame D and D, dude. Get on, <laughs> get on the line to Jeremy. Dear uh, Jeremy
2: Crawford, I have <laughs> some words.
0: Uh, it's a fourteen total.
2: So does that? What's the Fourteen.
0: It passes. I'm. Are saying, you just barely? So you summon this magic to try and send this thing to another realm, and it just impassively turns to look in your direction. This serene stone face as the spell just.
2: I'm. I'm so It's a
0: very pretty statue. It's very well made, very good muscles.
2: upset currently. Just
0: it has um, like a little loincloth.
3: Sculpted after someone who is very
0: charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean clearly, clearly. Um
2: then I will <laughs> firebolt it with Yeah, drip, you can yeah, I you guess. can bonus action can Bonus thing. action. Firebolt mm-hmm. it. I'll do that. All right. Uh 16
0: plus 7 to hit. Uh yes, that one yeah, hit. Yeah, that
2: hits. Okay. 2d10s that is a 5 plus 9 math 9 10 11 12 13 14 14, 14 points of, of flame ball
0: so the blast of the fire uh, does actually kind of stagger the statue you can see now it's blackened parts of it are beginning to crumble um, as it takes this damage but still standing still standing what and a in bastard. retaliation uh, it yeah. will it uh-huh. focus entirely uh, on the Zara Mithras. Uh, first so. attack yeah. uh, is a natural one, so it cool. misses. Thank goodness. Second attack is a 22. Yeah, that hits. For That's going to be eight points of piercing damage.
2: Okay, that takes away my temporary hit points.
0: And then it shield bashes 14 to hit.
2: Does not hit
0: god bless that draconic ac
2: fuck off uh, my dude
0: so <laughs> you kind of just managed to shoulder its strength as uh yeah it's it's a couple of its attacks failed to connect um it will now that it's not threatened by marcel it will kind of make its way uh, around you not provoking an opportunity attack but around you so it's now close enough to start striking agnes as well it's kind of moved behind you um and is now moving its way down the corridor to its other threats that it can see uh Agnes Silver, You are now next to a statue that is also next to Azara.
1: I should have done this first, as always. But Agnes heaves a sigh and lifts her hand and summons a baby phoenix of fire out of the air. And that's her whole turn. <laughs>
0: that is an action now, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, but this, it does something when it appears, I think, the the flame spirit
1: thought so but
0: i'm sure it does Tashes has uh has updated <laughs> it i'm sure i read this circle of wildfire circle I... fire. let's see here yeah when it appears uh uh, each creature within 10 feet of the spirit, other than you, so you could summon it so it doesn't hit a Zara, you could try and put it to like the side or something like that, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw um, against your spell save DC or take 2d6 fire damage. So it's oh. like an area kind of like around uh, the spirit. So, I thought
1: so, but I couldn't find that. Maybe I still don't have it updated in my character It
0: might sheet. be you have to click on it and see the sidebar mm-hmm. to get the full details, I think, on D&D Beyond. Um, okay. It doesn't show it up in the, the short version. You have to click on it and expand it.
1: So I would like it to hit the rug, if possible.
0: If you would like it to hit the rug, it will hit Azara.
1: Okay. Could the I hit anything else? Like, could I hit the fire statue?
0: You could hit the rug and the turret, or you could go for the statue.
1: And if I do the rug and the turret, then I probably scorch Zara.
0: No, if you go for the, oh. the rug and the turret, you you won't hit Zara.
1: Yeah, I'm really mad at the turret. So rug and turret is what I
0: want. Okay, in that case, I will roll new saving throws. Uh, do The turret fails because it can't really move either. Um, the rug also disadvantage.
1: Is it ignited?
0: Uh, the rug is already on fire. Actually, I forgot about that last time. So it is now for sure. Um, as the rug kind of engulfs in flames. It also fails, so roll the 2d6 damage for me.
1: But I meant the um, isn't the turret also made of wood?
0: So the turret is, but it doesn't magically set on fire. Okay. It, is, it seems to be magically resistant in some way. to? It's like it's been enchanted. It's like it's sentient. Uh, uh. Which is impede- impeding the inflaming.
1: Well, I rolled 11 damage.
0: Okay. Uh, Marcel... Uh, damage transfer. While it's grappling a creature, the rug takes only half damage dealt to it, and you take the other half. So I'd like you to take five fire damage for me, please. <laughs> as the as the rug is burnt, uh, you suddenly feel your whole body like getting hot as flames lick up your hand. Is scorched by fire. Um...
1: Sorry.
3: I'm. I quickly telepathically talk to my sword. It's like,
0: well, it was a good run. <laughs> Don't speak this like this, it, a... brother. It's fine. We're going to be fine. We do... We need to, we need to let them know that they, they shouldn't attack this, though. Uh, it's hurting you. Nope. Nope.
3: This is the dumb shit that ends us. A rug <laughs> no. on fire.
0: No, no. We, we, can, we can best furniture. I'm sure we can. We can, we can best it. Mm. Uh, Agnes. Uh, so you summon the fire spirit, dealt the damage, anything else? Movement or bonus action or anything like that?
1: Hmm. no. That's Tarkle.
0: it. Tarkle. Rug continues uh, it's it just continues its maintain maintaining its hold, tackle.
4: Um I peek my he- head out and uh mm-hmm the what is what is the crossbow does it look damaged does it what does it look like
0: i this is the first time it's really been hurt so like this uh, fire that's kind of just engulfed it is the first time it's taken damage um it looks pretty sturdy though it's made it has like metal parts it does have wood components but it's also yeah made from from thick metals and plates and things like that Uh, it's difficult to tell how damaged it really is
4: all right i'll I'll just uh throw my kiss of silver at the statue again
0: okay Uh, i roll
4: a 10 plus 7 on the first roll and the second one is an 8 plus 7, so 15. Uh, the
0: first one was a 17. Yes, 10 plus yeah. 10, so that just barely hits. Okay. Uh, so it tries to deflect the blow. Um, can I use this parry? No, it's a melee attack. Uh, that roll was a 7. And then let me go to my
4: uh, features and traits for the 4d6. Wow, that's a bad roll. 11. So 11 plus 7, 18 total.
0: 18 total. Bam. The okay. kiss, once again, kind of strikes into the side of the creature, like in its ribs, like where the ribs would be in the statue, and you begin to see more of these cracks forming. Um, heavily damaged now, um, but still still capable. Still capable of harm. What uh, uh, else? I hide. <laughs> Fucking rogues. <laughs> just constantly just like... 8 plus 10, 18. 18, okay. All I know how to do,
4: Mark, is hide and throw things
0: uh i have some bad news for agnes as the crossbow bolt once again shoots twice in in, oh actually no it is going to try this harpoon so you see that it loads a different type of bolt with a kind of long coiling metal chain attached to it uh 20 to hit i'm afraid agnes yep
1: that'll hit uh
0: d10 This is for 12 points of damage. Uh, You are grappled as the harpoon kind of pierces through maybe parts of your clothing, but maybe also kind of like partially through uh, your body. Um, And as a bonus action, it pulls you 20 feet down the corridor towards it. So it kind of scrapes you along the corridor, um, pulling you past the rug and past the uh, statue, winding you towards the creature itself.
1: Uncool.
0: Marcel. I have to interject. That actually
4: is pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty Michael
1: cool. I. <laughs> I guess it depends on your perspective, whether Marcel, you are punctured by the harpoon you, or watching yeah. someone be punctured by the harpoon.
0: This is it. There. Time to show this rug who's boss.
3: All right. I'm going to sword burst again.
0: Okay. Just give me the straight up damage.
3: Is that a statue still in range?
0: Uh, yes. I uh, No, it moved. So it moved five feet uh, out of range. As okay closer down the corridor
3: the damage is seven
0: just enough just enough the last remnants of the rug collapse around marcel as he emerges in a burst of spectral (laughs) swords ribbons of of rug falling around him (laughs) Uh, god damn it
3: all right so that was a cantrip so using war magic i'm going to just lunge straight at the statue man
0: yeah, yeah, you can get like right up next to it uh, yep. as it's moved further down. Stand mm-hmm. next to a very injured-looking Azara as well. The two bloodied, injured frontliners that we have—the mm-hmm. <laughs> sorcerer and Marcel.
3: <laughs> time, time to do an attack.
0: Give it to that me, is
3: dude. a twenty-something.
0: That will hit.
3: Okay, cool.
0: Let's do.
3: What are the two things? One of them is one d8 plus four. One's one d10 plus four as so
0: if you're wielding it two-handed so you, the d10 is if you wield the weapon two-handed but you have your shadow blade in the other hand right oh right right okay so that'd be one-handed yeah
3: yep all right so that is seven damage
0: so it cuts through
3: how's it looking
0: uh still injured yeah still standing but definitely you've cut you know you've helped add to the cracks along its body the stone doesn't look maybe as as hard as like granite or anything like that yeah it looks like a kind of hardened clay almost
3: cool well, i'm gonna action
0: surge here we go here and i'm gonna take uh point. an
3: additional action
0: yes so let's see
3: and then we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna shadow blade this thing mm-hmm and this
0: is you make the shadow blade, is you can just make like a melee attack with that shadow blade, right? So yeah. you can actually do it twice with action search because you have extra attack.
3: Cool. I'm gonna do that twice. Big fan. Cool. Well, the first one was a one.
0: <laughs> no. Oh, oh Nate. Oh, bless you. Bless your little heart. I love Bless,
3: this. bless. Okay. That one God bless. is a
0: 19. That will hit. Yes. The dark blade strikes through the stone where's the damage on this thing
3: actions uh it's the
0: spell i think yeah yeah
3: yeah there it is all right sir clear get all those numbers off of my face all right big money big money big money
0: five <laughs> So the dark blade crackles through as you swipe at it twice. It manages to just barely dodge one of your strikes, but the second one again kind of adds to these lingering cracks. I'm still standing. Um, uh, but now at least being uh assaulted on two different fronts. Uh anything else, Marcel?
3: Um is being really frustrated a free action. It is. All right. I do that multiple times.
0: Excellent. Azara.
2: Uh, I too am very frustrated for a free action, uh, sounding like a thwomp. <laughs> uh, wow. And I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at the third level at this place. Is
0: this does this involve a, an attack, a ranged spell attack?
2: It does.
0: Just remember, this thing is right up in your face. Oh, when you it is, attacks, and you have disadvantage on range. I
2: did not realize attacks. it was right up in my face. Yes,
0: this, it's been striking at you, so it's been moving okay. up and sort of like jabbing, um, jabbing at you.
2: Then I'm going to cast Mind Thrust at the third level.
0: Oh,
2: um, which is a uh, intelligence DC of fourteen.
0: Do you know what? It's got an intelligence of <laughs> ten, so it's fine. It's not a fifteen charisma again.
2: God, don't do that to me.
0: <laughs> Nine, it fails. Sweet. So whatever sentience is there is limited at best.
2: Good. Um, so that's. 3d6 of what is this damage psychic damage
0: psychic damage okay all right
2: let's let's get this going here that is a three that is a six and that is a three 12 12 points of of psychic. you damage.
0: see the statue kind of reach up to its head with its shielded hand almost for a moment um its face impassive uh, but then it still turns around you can see it's visibly shaken parts of it beginning to crumble and crack uh very much near it's it's the end of its uh, ability to fight uh anything else
2: um just quickly checking on one thing that i didn't check on um no i think that's a whole action or is it a bonus action is the transformation a bonus action or an action
0: i can't remember whatever can't it remember. is in the item
2: eh, i i don't want to take up I mean, time i'm, I'm sure. over my turn okay
0: yeah. uh the clay glenier is turn it will make um who i think marcel poses the biggest threat so it will make two attacks at marcel but then it will try to shield bash
3: i'm like butchered and bloodied and was almost murdered by so people. am
0: i you both we're both dying but you're both next to it Uh, that's a 20 to hit you on the first attack marcel uh and then a 25 on the second attack to hit you marcel my favorite punching bag marcel (laughs) i feel like nate takes the brutal like end dude i've
3: never had a character get bloodied every single combat this time twice
0: (laughs) seven seven points of piercing damage from the first one and that's nine points of damage from the second one so 16 total from the two attacks
3: well, Marcel is downsy-woundsies.
0: Oh, no. Uh, and then Zara, that is a 15 to hit that Zara hits. with the shield bash. So this yeah. one.
3: Before I go all right. the way down, Marcel's just like, I'm, I'm really gra- glad
0: my comrades saved me from that rug. <laughs> You just uh, have so
1: much faith in you that was maybe misplaced, I guess.
0: 11 <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage and can you make a strength saving throw, Azara? Right. If you are still conscious.
2: I barely. 11? 11.
0: Uh, 11. You are not prone, so it just okay. kind of poof, knocks you to the ground. Cool. Um, uh As it does so. Uh, Agnes.
1: Mark, tell me about this turret. You said it came down out of a trap door
0: yes in the roof in the ceiling
1: is it attached to the roof or the ceiling
0: um yeah it looks to be so it has like this metal almost like a joint cog like a like a pivot and a pulley and sort of things that it can move and, and angle itself around on but it's definitely clearly moving by itself it's animated in the same way that the statue and the rug were by magic
1: but i imagine it's like bolted to the wood
0: Yes, it is. Yeah. Bolted to the this this the the whatever gear it's kind of suspended on is bolted to the ceiling and this inside the trapdoor, yes.
1: And you already said the ceiling was made of wood, which is a flammable material.
0: It will certainly it will set the house on fire, but yes, it would it would burn.
1: I really like setting things on fire, guys.
0: I've gathered that, by the way, Anna.
1: (laughs) Uh I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at the wood at the base of the turret
0: okay so um, the part where it's actually connects to the the ceiling itself
1: yes um okay and scor- or sorry not scorching ray yes scorching ray no which is the one that, not scorching ray which is the one that makes it firebolt that's the one that automatically ignites a flammable object, object sure if it's
0: hit by um, the Make make the attack roll for me. Um just because like wood has a natural hardness, which does give it an AC and stuff. Um, so make an attack roll for me, and then it's not very hard, it's not very hard to hit at all, but just 19. in case you roll nice, yeah, easy. Roll the damage for me. Um and then let's see, thick wooden floorboards. Reinforce base. Okay. Uh hold on. Three plus
1: 10, 13 fire damage.
0: 13. So the fireball cracks some of the floorboards around where the, uh, the clamp of this cog is kind of connected. Um, and you can see the, the, the floorboards smoke and smolder and turn black as the fireball impacts. Um, you can see it kind of pitches and cracks, but hasn't quite completely collapsed. It seems like it's just barely got enough strength to kind of stay together. Um, I would say that damaged. that at
1: least puts the turret at disadvantage though, because it's like angle is off
0: maybe sure we'll find I'm out just saying on its turn. probably um,
1: but you know whose turn it is my fire spirit heck it yeah it goes after you mm-hmm. um so my fire spirit is going to if i can get d d. why won't it close this thing so that i can read my stuff there we go um Azara, you have been in danger and wanting to leave the spot you're in, right? Like, you're clearly trying to get away, but you can't because of attacks of opportunity? Correct. Okay. So my fire spirit is going to fly over and, like, circle around Azara and create Mm -hmm. this fiery blanket for her and then fiery teleport her to, um, like... Thirty feet away to safety, like back where we from whence we came.
0: Yeah, you could even, um, you could technically, uh, you could teleport her. Yeah, down the stairs where the others are waiting and things like that. Um,
1: uh, I don't want to put her like if she wants to be nearby and still mm-hmm. like shoot things. Yeah, that's you fine. won't be able to get
0: a fully thirty feet away. Then you can probably get like fifteen feet away from the from yeah. the statue, and then she'd be out of combat at least.
1: Yeah, that's what I want. Where I want to put <laughs> sure.
0: her. Okay. Um, and then
1: also. The any creature within ten feet of that has to succeed on a Dexterity saving throw of DC 15.
0: Uh, ten feet width of Azara.
1: Yeah, of where the fire spirit just left.
0: So as uh, I will make a point, Marcel would technically be in that because it was like Azara enemy Marcel. So the three of them were like in a line. So he would be within the ten feet.
2: Leave me. It's fine.
1: Can I, can I not do the fire damage? Is that possible?
0: Um, I'll say yes. Let's say yes for now that you could just teleport her away and not do the damage. You can just be like, no, and engulf and snuff it out. Because I feel like um, it's just
1: like the manner in which the fire spirit takes it, whether sure. it's like, boom, yeah. or whether it's like... I, I'm,
0: I'm more than happy for you to like, if you're going to say like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about the damage, that's fine. Yeah. Cool. Cool, yeah. So with that the flames kind of engulf Azara and then she magically appears still prone technically but she appears about 15 feet away just at the very top of the stairs where you first came up onto this landing Um, and you can hear the crackle of the flames above as whatever floor uh, where this turret is is beginning to smoke and smolder Um, anything else Agnes? That's it Tarkle Um, Uh, before my turn starts I really (laughs) love the image
4: of Marcel laying on the floor, and like just his his you know knocked out body, and then Azara gets swooped away from safety, and it's just this knight <laughs> and uh, oh. lying on the ground. Marcel Give me quite giggles. Um, so I'm gonna peek my head. a gonna peek his head out the door and, and see that Marcel's down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Willow, uh, uh if-, if if anyone down there can heal, Marcel's down. We need
0: help up here. All right. Uh, you hear like a thing is just like, uh yeah and I think like you you kind of hear like a grunt of just like so are we coming up now like from Alyssa because she wasn't sure like whether you wanted her to come up or like stay down there but yeah you begin to hear those two making their way up uh and yeah they'll probably go at the end of the round so I'll have them them act now that you've given them orders they were like basically holding an action
1: Agnes will yell like for the record when it sounds like we're dying you're welcome to join
2: us anytime (laughs) anytime (laughs) is fine
0: sure uh, a czar
2: will try and yell but just cough up blood <laughs>
3: <laughs> Marcel uh, will continue still take to be unconscious <laughs> yeah. pull muscle
4: um, yeah then I'm also just going to toss my kiss of silver again at this clay uh,
0: yeah yeah, with the advantage
4: uh, that's a 2 so we're going to pretend that one didn't happen and that one is an 11 plus was it plus 7 uh, yes plus 7 so 18 that just yeah just hits cool Uh, I'm going to roll my dice physically because D&D Beyond has been making me a sad panda. Mm -hmm. So 6 and then 4d6. So 6, 11, 13, 18, and 22. 22 total damage
0: yes because you would still have it from the thing so with that as the kiss of silver smashes into the thing from an unseen kind of shadowy doorway just this flash of silver appears um and just strikes the creature in the neck you it just crumbles into pieces just fragments of it bursting apart <sighs> as it crumbles apart um into the ground uh anything else tackle uh
4: i actually don't think i'll hide do i have enough movement to get in front of marcel's body
0: uh yes you can easily yeah yeah easily okay so i just
4: want to like since the crossbow is the last thing standing i just want to like position myself between marcel and the crossbow
0: sure perfect um speaking of the crossbow let's see if it gets its explosive bolt back it does not so let's see it currently has so as a point agnes is also you're kind of almost being pulled up but like just so you're like on your tiptoes by this kind of embedded harpoon and chain connected to the which is pretty
1: badass by the way that i was just like screw this harpoon i'm gonna shoot fire around just want to point that out
0: pretty badass um Uh, yeah it can't really lift you up anymore um so it will basically make a shot at Tarkal. Um, actually, it probably shoot twice at Tarkal because you're the easiest shot to make. Because for Agnes, it would have to point directly down, whereas Tarkal is right in the middle of the room. So it's just going to shoot Tarkal twice. Okay.
1: But you know, it's hanging from cinders, so
0: I I rolled with disadvantage. Just mentioning disadvantage. First attack, natural one. W. Second attack, the highest is a 14.
4: Uh, my AC is 15. 15, crossbow. You
0: just managed to dodge as this blast, and you can see it's kind of tipping and tilting, and the flame is kind of uh, surrounding it as it does so. Um, I'm
4: hovering over Marcel's body like a, a mother
0: bear. Well, it is Marcel's turn, and I would like to see a death saving throw rolled, please.
3: You Make got sure. it. And I will not be rolling on D&D Beyond. Sign up Uh-oh. today. <laughs>
0: nine that is a failure marcel one death save is it marked, please it is that's for the audience nate not for you <laughs> just as a gentle reminder for them it's a failure i know you know <laughs> um uh azara
2: um quick question
0: mm-hmm. even
2: if i don't have the spell for it is it possible to do a medicine check to stabilize yes marcel? yeah you can
0: medicine yeah you can stabilize yeah. somebody yeah with just a medicine check yeah yeah, yeah.
2: okay uh. um Oh shoot! I'm teleported.
0: Uh, you're only Here's... like 15 feet away. I'm only 15 so... feet.
2: Okay. Um, yeah.
0: So you could stand up and then half your movement to stand up, and then 15 feet to get to Marcel. Yes.
2: Perfect. Um, then I'm going check. to then I'm going to limp my way over, and as I'm limping, I'm like <laughs> to charcoal like protect us, and I'm going to try and medicine check sure. Marcel.
0: Sure. DC 10.
2: 17. Nice. <laughs> so he
0: stabilized Marcel and managed to kind of stop the bleeding and kind of bandage some of the worst of the burns and things like that, as he does say. Um, and at the end of the round, oh, Do bomb. I get a bonus action? You do get a bonus action, yes. Okay,
2: as a bonus action, just in Casey's, I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath on myself just so okay. I have that ready Perfect. to go. <laughs>
0: Yep, you summon the dragon's breath. You kind of feel the power d- kind of swelling in your lungs and chest um, as this arcane energy that comes from your blood flows up. At the end of the round, uh, roll, let's say a d6 for me, please, Anna. This will be the kind of fire damage that the ceiling is taking. Four. 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 You hear the wood crack and splinter. Can Agnes make a dexterity saving throw for me, please? She as can. the turret drops from the ceiling and threatens to land on top of you. 13. 13. Uh, we'll say half damage um, as this thing just kind of like slams into the ground. Uh, so that's going to be. Three damage. That's already halved. Um, as you just manage to kind of throw yourself to the side as the turret collapses from the roof, comes slamming down as like almost directly on top of Agnes. You mentioned kind of throw yourself to the side, and it's now kind of on its side awkwardly pointing still down the hallway but it's now on its side you know it's having trouble reloading but still seems uh, active um even disconnected from the ceiling the flames above are beginning to grow worse as well as the whole kind of top floor um uh begins to burn um, you hear the kind of stomping of boots um as elissa who is protecting shadow uh, shadow Bri- and sarah lee who are downstairs she kind of has them behind her like you know, sword out ready to protect them, um, makes her way down the corridor. She will basically spend her turn to dash and is lifting the sword above the crossbow to ready to strike, but that's her action today. I
1: also want to yell at the rest of our company mm-hmm. and be like, We need a fire brigade. Get buckets of water, blankets. <laughs>
0: I honestly think that Alyssa at this point is just like, Baroness, you are the fire brigade. <laughs> Can you not do something with this uh no that's kind of why gest- i'm calling
1: for help i need water <laughs> i can only uh, set things on fire not stop it <laughs> oh
2: my god
0: um sarah lee uh isn't really a mage but she kind of cowers behind azara kind of like oh M- Magister, your engines is kind of like kind of like a tendency but she can't really do anything so she's just sort of <laughs> panicking um, <Poor> girl. <laughs> will- willow song will come will basically kind of is just like uh, he seems to be alive, but I'll, I'll see what I can do. And she will uh, place her hands on uh, Marcel, and do do do. Uh, that is a uh... fourteen hit points back, Marcel.
2: Um, That's more than double what I have.
0: <laughs> Azara, make an arcana check for me.
2: Okay. Dirty twenty. hmm do you need to dm me something yeah all right oh all right
0: i'll do it on discord all right it's just easier than the uh than the
4: other one while this Um, secret dm is happening from the dm i would like to take a note to let the chat know that no evening star does not endorse breaking and entering nor arson
2: so i mean speak for yourself
4: Shady Penguin does not endorse breaking and entering, <laughs> nor setting houses on fire. Same. Which, I guess, the Crown silvers are just a couple of criminals at this point. We're just doing what we gotta do.
2: Are we now all the mafia? I mean... <laughs> For royalty, that's, but... that's the thing. Agnes was like... Kill
1: the threat. And then she realized, like, I just destroyed private property. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> not just private property, nobles' private property <laughs> as well. Uh, that makes uh, it Davion, better. As an enemy, made, well, we've made that for Agnes, not for the law. Uh, <laughs> Marcel, like,
3: comes back to consciousness and sees that this place has been set on fire. And just like, well, like, I guess investigation's off the table then.
0: Well, uh, Things are still happening. So as Marcel comes to life, uh, this crossbow, this turret is still active and it's still in a position where unless dealt with, it's still probably going to be able to attack. Um, So Agnes crown silver and you are still connected to it by a chain. And this thing looks heavy. Uh, Whilst you're attached by the harpoon moving away is going to be difficult.
1: Did, Did the other than not Alyssa, but we had this company of guards I told them to go get water. Did they did they comply? You,
0: you definitely hear like some kind of shouting from below. Yes.
1: Okay, that's good. So I can focus on this threat. Um, I'm just really pissed off at this point. So you see Agnes is like her teeth grow into fangs and her nails sharpen and she's just like Row! and she primal savageries the
0: the turret on the ground
1: the turret yeah
0: sure give yourself advantage on the attack um as it is basically it can't be knocked prone but it kind of is prone it's kind of on its side like ah, you hit like the cog spinning and uh with advantage
1: it's 25
0: that is a hit
1: and it will do 11 acid damage oh wait no more no yeah that's it never mind
0: Eleven points. So you begin tearing at the thing, melting you, the, the kind of claws and fangs, kind of secrete acid as you strike, and small sparks of flame. Um, the the melt uh, the metal plates begin to melt, the wooden structure begins to burn, but it's still still active, still still just barely managing to uh, stay functional. Um, anything else, Agnes?
1: Oh, fire spirit. Um, it will. It will just flame seed the turret. Sure. I was trying to see if like my fire spirit could put out a fire somehow, but I don't think that I can think of a way. Um, it rolls a fourteen to hit.
0: Uh that is not enough. The does it have advantage crit- though? Because it's not. It would have advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say it has. Let's
1: advantage. Try one more sheet. time. Sure.
0: That's a 15 to hit. Uh, still not enough. The actual structure Ooh. of this thing is very solid, like made of thick wood and metal um, like it's protected by a kind of armor. Uh, Tarkle?
4: Uh, I am just going to throw my dagger at the crossbow.
3: Sure.
4: I rolled a 15 plus uh, 7, 22. That will hit. <laughs> cool. So Agnes is within 5 feet, right? So I do get the 46. You do? cool uh first that's 6 damage then 11 18 22 and then a 1 so 23
0: 23 points the magical dagger flies through the air kind of severing several kind of like big parts of the crossbow leaving this big deep gouge through the wood um it kind of sputters and 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 uh kind of flusters for a moment uh, struggling to right itself still active but heavily heavily injured uh, as it is
4: uh, uh then i just want to spend my movement um like getting close to where the fire is on the ceiling
0: sure okay yeah you can basically move well the fire is directly above where agnes and the turret are so it's at the far end of this corridor with the second step stairs leading up
4: okay so just however close i can get thing i don't know how long the corridor is i have 30 feet can i is it that long
0: uh yeah you can get all the way down yeah yeah, yeah. okay Easy. so i is is taking off my cape a free action I would say yes, it is a free action, yes.
4: Okay, I'm going to take off my cape. Can I use a bonus action to like, try to s- smother the flames with my
0: cape? Sure, give me a, make a, just d20 plus dex. Just give me okay. a d20 plus dex.
4: My dex is my best stat, he says as he rolls
0: an 18, 22. Ooh, okay, yeah. so we'll say that um the, the fire had progressed from like, let's call it like a level one flame to a level two flame, because it had had some time to to grow. With Tarkal's efforts, you kind of get it to reduce down. It's now like back to a level one flame. So if somebody else can take some efforts to kind of put it out, that would probably extinguish the the amount that you have so far.
1: Methinks Tarkal has had to do this before. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just shaking uh, my head as I do it. Well, as yeah. as you are doing this, the crossbow was, with its last kind of dregs of life, it doesn't recharge its fiery bolt. Um, so it will make, with disadvantage, uh, attacks at the two people uh, nearest to it, which is uh, Agnes and Tarkle. So one against Tarkle. Uh With disadvantage, that is only a 12 to hit. No and go. Agnes, uh, with disadvantage, that is still going to be a 23 to hit you, Agnes. Owie. Owie. Or uh, 14 points of piercing damage as it kind of, its cog spins, turns it up on its side, and this bolt just kind of manages to glance you, just pff, scraping along your arm as it does so.
1: Even as um, it's still connected to me?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's because it has like a, like almost like secondary bolts that it can load. Yeah. So the, the harpoon is attached to one side and then it can load regular ones. Um, it's just holding yeah, so me on a
1: string a, and shooting at me.
0: <laughs> basically, yeah. It's what it is. It's got you like, in you know, it's just um marcel
3: so it's just this turret left at this point
0: and the raging well not raging but the fire uh, on the ceiling above yes
3: well there's not much i can do about a fire but <laughs> there's plenty i can do at a turret there is. um so if i may ask dungeon master mark sherlock humes i love it the power what how how dexterous does this turret look
0: right now? Not very. Um, okay. It has like good accuracy, but I'd say right now it is very yeah, it will have disadvantage on like any dex saves or anything like that that it makes. Cool.
3: I was going to say it seems not likely it would do a backflip out of the way of anything. No. So, I'm going to burning hands and that's a dex 15 save.
0: Tarkle and Agnes are next to it but I would say that you could probably angle the burning flame, oh, burning it's hands
3: a cone
0: it is a cone can you I can like angle get up, burning up to flames.
3: It? Yeah, I'll angle it so it doesn't
0: the the wooden wall and the windows and the curtains behind it probably will go up in flames but you can definitely hit the the thing
3: well no one's explained to the minister what the actual plan is so I'm assuming we have it's great reason destroy. to burn the place
0: down <laughs> sure uh that's a failure. So give me that give me that sweet sweet burning hands damage. All right. We
3: have math 13
0: exactly how many hit points it had left. So Finally. you watch as this cone of flame erupts from Marcel's hands, engulfing the the turret, but it also kind of curls upwards in the corner of the corridor. The curtains near the window kind of go up, and then the flame that <laughs> Tarkil had just managed to start getting to die down just woof, erupts in more fire. Are we um, out of initiative right now? Well, I mean, we're out of initiative, but let's kind of keep a play-by-play action okay. as the, the house is on fire at we're, this point. You, mm. uh, technically, actually, somebody gets a go before you, Azara. Ah! Um I need to look at your character sheet. For reasons. Uh call me Azara Mithras. Let's have a look here. That's do you well, do you mind me rolling something f- on your behalf, Azara? Because I would like you to not necessarily have the knowledge on if you succeed or fail. Okay. Is that alright? Yeah. This is gonna be I'm going to message you something.
2: Oh, for fricks. So
0: many secrets. You just want to know the secrets.
2: I hear the typing, and I see that Sherlock Humes is typing, and I'm very nervous.
3: For what it's worth, I have Actually, an idea to put out some fire, so.
4: Poggers, dude.
0: yeah there's no way that they would have known that you recognized stuff so i'm gonna retract that i'm gonna retract that they wouldn't know um
2: i know exactly i know exactly the vein of what was about to happen (laughs) i'm so aware oh my god okay
0: what'd you like to do mika
2: i would like to uh keeping my mind very clear i'm just putting that out there uh Mm -hmm since dragon's breath is already initiated on me i want to kind of limp my way down the hallway with my whole ass six hit points and uh blow ice on the fire just like continuous ice
0: with that i'd say that the ice is definitely enough the to kind of counteract the effects of the burning hands and the lingering flame that was there the kind of ice kind of you hear the wood warp and crack as the the heat differential kind of Mm -hmm. causes it to snap and break Mm -hmm. but the ice manages to suck out any of the kind of remaining temperature um and at least dull the flames especially with tarko kind of with the cape and everybody else making the efforts to do it Um, and yeah you manage to uh cause it to to stop the flames end okay um you do hear uh the kind of cries for for water buckets and things now now that the adrenaline begins to wear down um from outside, um, but then people begin looking up uh the smoke beginning to die down after a few moments
1: um having noticed these things as we walked in, do I now notice like was the trapdoor specifically just housing the turret, or was it guarding like an entrance to something? It was
0: just housing this turret. It looks okay. like it was built to hold this device, this creature, or device, or whatever it is, this construct. Um, and then once the other two, once the rug and the statue became active, it then seemed to drop down.
1: Can I discern where this hallway leads and why it may be so protected?
0: Uh, this hallway is how you reach the second step of stairs leading up, and you can see that the stairway leading up just ends in a single door. There's not, like, another landing or anything. And like
1: that's there. where we've heard his study is.
0: That's where, yes, you were told his study was.
1: Well, we should probably spend some time recuperating before we head up there, just in case, I suppose.
0: Is stuff still on fire? No, it's out uh, now. Azara's ice oh. breath has pretty much put it out, yeah. Like okay, the, the cool. Cold, never mind. cold breath has it managed to render nice. it. You don't know what kind of damage it might have done. If there is a room up there, it might have, like, the smoke or flames might have dealt some damage to whatever was up there, but, yeah, there's no way to know for that for sure. Um, Alright,
1: cool. Um, I'm going to suggest that we all take a moment and short rest.
4: What is the shortest a short rest can be? One hour. Oh, I don't know if Tarkle's going to do that. We gonna, cause, well, cause no, we're going like, to because because we're like we're
0: if Tarkle feels like he doesn't need it, he could just carry on. Like if Agnes, we're... Marcel, and Azar are injured, he could investigate.
4: Only well, just because we like we 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 broke into this house. So. You're
1: right, you're right, you're right. I'll just uh I'll just do some cure wounds. How are how are y'all looking?
3: Kind of the I same. I always up, look yeah, after combat. <laughs>
4: Markle well, doesn't have a single oh. scratch on him, just so everyone is aware. So what? he's, yeah, he's he's completely you unnicked. Limb covered, covered in, in blood. You know, normal. Yeah, yeah. I have I, have six, I have six six hit points. Six hit points.
2: All
1: right, I'll cast one cure wounds on Azara, and that is, um, one d eight plus four. So hold on. You get. 11 and i will cast one cure wounds on marcel and you get Mm -hmm. nine and i'm gonna cast one on myself and i get 12.
0: marvelous hit points for everybody
1: All right, lead on Marcel, or I mean not Marcel.
4: No. <laughs> no, I'll I'll take the lead. Uh you guys definitely caught the brunt of that
0: last encounter. Um Will, Song,
4: do you have any sort of healing capabilities?
0: I'm not much. Whatever I ha- I I used the only spell I know and and had on on Marcel here to 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 help him. That was I, I'm not much of a healer, I'm afraid.
1: I motion for Alessa to also go up front with Tarkal help
0: she just nods and is just like i need to reconsider Ah, staying behind marcel
3: is now hyper paranoid and pointing his sword at literally everything like every rug every painting
0: (laughs) you don't see any more rugs there's no paintings okay whatever 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 you see whatever exists doors yeah i where you are now there are two doors all
3: right these doors Sword up to the doors. I'm going to detect magic.
0: Okay. Uh, you detect magic. You look around. Um, you can see. Uh, you know your companions all have magic auras of those who can cast spells or have magic items and things like that. Uh, Willow Song has some minor kind of magical auras just from her natural magic. Sara Lee too. The doors don't have any magic on them. You can open the doors and look in the rooms.
4: Yeah, if, I don't if do all- it. If Alyssa and I are up front, like I I imagine Marcel sort is like between us poking this door.
0: So if you go up the stairs, um and you know, Alyssa and Tarkle at the front and then Marcel behind. Marcel, the door, you see magic glyphs inscribed onto the door, like a circular pattern of glyphs um inscribed onto the door. Invisible Ugh. to the human eye, but magical. Abjuration.
3: I convey this.
4: Oh, um, Zara, is there anything you can do about these glyphs, this this magic? I that...
2: suggest we head to the citadel. Bring a war wizard with us that can dispel magic and dispel whatever these glyphs are, because that is out of my capability, and I am.
0: That that also is one thing I can do. Death. I can negate some magic. I, I can only do it once, and and if the spell is more powerful than I am, then it won't work. But I could try.
2: We should we should leave Please this do. to the war with I think.
0: She kind of looks at Tarkle and, and uh Marcel who are encouraging otherwise. And then she will the, cast a spell. And the, Oh, okay. Unless you uh,
3: wanted to the, come back and do all of this
0: again. The glyph vanishes. Uh she she gestures, she waves her hands and speaks a few words, um, and then uh the glyphs vanish from your sight, Marcel. Hey, we we believed in you. I Marcel, you they're know. gone. They're good? Yes.
2: As yep. I was going to say, it wasn't because I didn't believe in her, but it was because if it was a higher magic, I wouldn't want it blown back on her, but thank you, Marcel.
3: I want to kick the door in, thinking it might hurt it.
0: <laughs> you kick the door, and uh, as you kind of stomp up, Alyssa's almost like, Minister, what? And, like, kind of tries to stop you as you round. The door <laughs> poof, pitches forward, kicked off of its uh, hinges by, by your forceful boot, um, and you look into, yeah, a study. Um, You can see that it has been left in a kind of ransacked state in a hurry. Um, You can see that there is a large writing desk set against a bay window. Uh, There are various bookshelves. Um, There is a painting of a stag in the Kingswood that hangs on the opposite side of the window. Um, Those are the main pieces of furniture. Uh, Most of the bookshelves have been taken, but there are a few tomes still left. Um, And it looks like that there was like some parchment on the desk, but only blank sheafs remain.
3: Everything Um, in here is a threat. (laughs) Uh,
1: May I use my my grand perception to see if I can find anything that indicates where he has gone or why you left in such a hurry
0: well perception yeah perception would give you like any kind of visual clues like if you wanted mm-hmm. to like investigate that's obviously more of an investigation thing like checking the books or like the papers and stuff like that but generally perception the main thing you note, know, stagnus is the painting of the l El- of the stag um it- it- you can tell that there's a hinge to it uh it is clearly is meant to like hide something behind it um, cool. that much is obvious you also do spot um it looks like it maybe fell down the back of the desk um, uh, in a very like somebody was packing something up from the desk in a hurry, and a book dropped behind it. Um, but you find a book, uh, with the title of um, Planar summoning uh, the feywild, the the fey courts, uh, the un uh, sorry, uh, Planar summoning the seely and unseely court of the fey. Um, is a book there.
1: I'll pick that up and like not make a big deal out of it, but pass it to Azara, mm-hmm. and kind of give her a look that's like this matches what we found, you know. Um, And then I'm going to stride over and just nonchalantly look behind that painting.
0: Hmm. So when you uh, look behind the painting, uh, you can see that there is a safe. There is like an embedded into the wall safe.
1: Uh, Tarkal. Hmm. Come here.
4: Okay. I just kind of
1: like point at the safe and I'm like, what do
0: you suppose is in there?
4: Something important. And, uh, I'll roguishly put my ear to it and try. Is it like, a, is it a, is it a number lock safe?
0: Uh, yes. Is Well, it's kind of like a mixture of things. It, it's almost like a, it's not as complicated as like a dial lock. It's like a number combination, but you could try some basic techniques, things that you've learned. Um, The combination isn't the only way to open the safe. You can actually get like thin wire tools and you can try and hook them around and try and unlock them from the inside and things like that. It's difficult, but you could try it. Um,
4: I will try it the exact sure. way you described. Sure. This would be once again D twenty plus
0: dax plus plus proficiency, proficiency modifier. Yes, if you have expertise in it, it would also double your proficiency. But I don't know what you have expertise in. Uh, uh how would I know what I have expertise in? Let me have a look, <laughs> and then I'll <laughs> tell you because I can't remember how it appears on the character sheet. Uh...
4: I have it in investig I have oh no, proficiency. Never mind. So, oh, I have expertise def- in investigation.
0: Fit. Uh, sh- I think it's your stealth and your perse- uh, your persuasion because they're unnaturally high um oh okay let me have a look under uh investigation perception oh weird um i guess you just have very high uh persuasion and stealth um so yeah so yeah it's just d20 plus dex plus proficiency modifier for thieves tools gotcha so then i rolled a 14 plus 7 so 21 even 21 you still manage to like it takes you a bit of time it takes you maybe enough time for the soldiers to kind of come in and be like but baroness is there still a fire um kind of calling up and things like that um long enough for agnes marcel or Zara to do anything that they want to do but yeah eventually you will crack the code uh, after a few minutes
4: cool i will i'll look at uh agnes and be like it's open and i'll Swing it open.
1: Oh, so strange that someone just left this safe open so we could see what was inside. Yeah, <laughs> it is, is quite
0: strange. Uh, inside, you find stacks of letters.
1: Um, are they like open? Like, could we open them without?
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to read like them. They're
0: like red letters. Uh, okay. Well, if you start flicking through them, um, I'm not going to read them out individually, but the letters, in summary, uh, the letters have all been sent uh to davian Cormoril, um seemingly from his father and grandfather they speak of they speak in vague terms it's all kind of muddled in with kind of like day-to-day business but scanning through them there's a common thread of they speak of their betrayal by the nobility of Cormir, uh that the Cormoril name has been um disparaged and it's unfair uh that they must not forget the pain and insult done to them. Um, they specifically call out the Marleer and Crown Silver families as being responsible for their original exile from Cormyr. Um, one letter is uh, from Davian, but it seems like it was never sent, um, and it is penned to Ragera Oberskir, the Queen of Cormyr. Um, it outlines his fury at Evening Star being given to two children, one a half-elf from some peasant, and the other a naive brat who has never known true hardship. Um, It talks about his outrage, and the letter ends with you and Celeste will regret this, Raedra. Cormoril will not be insulted again.
2: Wow. Share this out loud, or are you just reading them to yourself?
1: I read it, and then I get super pissed off, and I hmm agnes was trying to kind of keep this discreet so she's just going to put that in her cloak to share later
0: okay she kind of like secrete it away
1: yeah but then she's going to try to like leave everything the way it was close the save back up except for that letter that she has Mm -hmm. um and just taking
0: the one from davian to the queen are you going to take all of them
1: who all's in this room
0: uh your whole party plus uh willow song sarah lee and Alyssa. if i'm if i'm right there
4: and i open the safe and i and i see all the letters i would mm-hmm. just i think tarko would ask like is there anything noteworthy i mean they're in a safe they have to and be yeah, like selling
0: Azar, you you see agnes yeah. reading the letters and stuff as well
2: if if they're just sitting there i think azara would have picked up one letter seeing as if she saw the book that agnes would have given her
1: yeah. well like um, just to make this easier. Let's say yeah. I took all the letters out. I put them on the desk, and everyone yeah. kind of like
0: yeah. Because there's a lot them. of them, right? Yeah. It's going to take some time to read through um, them. Yeah.
2: Then at that Azaro, this is enough evidence uh, in my mind to free Dusk from his cell. We should bring this to the Septum at once. Septum. Septum. That's game. That's Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just um had
1: one thought, uh. Were we actually legally authorized to obtain this information?
4: I I can't see the Duchess getting angry with us for for investigating. I mean, I I, I just can't see it, especially now that we have this damning evidence against Davian.
2: I have to agree uh, with uh Baron Crown Silver. We were told to investigate, we found damning evidence against Davian and only we were hurt and thankfully i put out the flames
0: elissa will kind of let out a long breath and be like i feel that our initial entering of this building was unlawful but i do believe that if we have uncovered a conspiracy against the crown that takes a far greater precedence than this misdemeanor of entering this place if cormorill is truly conspiring against queen rager and the other nobles this takes a precedence. This must be reported to the Purple Dragonites. This this is this must be reported.
1: Well, good thing we found something, because if we hadn't, I think we would be in great trouble.
2: Oh, if we hadn't, we'd be running for our lives, right?
0: <laughs> and you think that these these letters will be enough for your friend?
2: They will oh. certainly at least cast doubt. And reasonable doubt is all we need.
0: That's good. I- I'm glad. I was worried uh, with everything that Davian was saying. uh, I'm I'm glad that there was something here. Even those awful traps, those things that in the corridor that that attacked you, I'd never seen anything like that before the statue. I I always thought it was quite pretty.
1: Yes, that certainly must be some sort of legal infraction too. So maybe a tip for that.
0: Yes, having dangerous weapons and tools of that nature that is not permitted guards perhaps a few locks small traps to deter thieves but these were extremely dangerous well
2: Well,
1: we should take this evidence back i look to azara for confirmation
2: i agree um i think that would be best and possibly while they are working out legality between Dusk's accusations and what we found today, we can take a small rest, seeing as most of us are worse for aware here. Seems I weird. nod.
0: And with that, let's end today's episode. Yay! <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah!
2: That
1: was fun. We advanced like 60 feet the whole episode. I know. It, <laughs> it
2: felt really full. Oh my god, that was so stressful.
0: That was uh <gasps> yeah, it was I I when I put that rug of smothering in. And as soon as Nate said, Well, I just marched down the corridor, I was like, Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Nate. Oh Poor and this Nate. boy. Is, this
3: is where I stay for the whole session. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't lie. You weren't like, Oh no. You were like, Oh yes.
0: Smart. <laughs> I oh, want to let you
2: know I had a hit point at a certain point. Uno a solitary one.
0: one. one day i might actually do damage to Tarkle. one one day, one day. <laughs> Listen, yeah, it'll happen i'm sure and it'll be like two but it'll happen yeah it'll happen when you've got rogue. invasion and uncanny dodge where you're just like yeah, i'm just gonna take half of that you know what i'm, <laughs> take
1: half. Why not? <laughs> I'm a rogue
0: <laughs> i love it um, amazing shall we do some shout outs and then wrap up let's do it cool who wants to go first you should uh-huh i, w- I also will had... are we
1: close to leveling up yet
0: uh i think in fact actually let's level up because you guys are going to pretty much at the end of this you guys are going to go to the scepter and hand in this evidence right and my the thing that i set in my head was once you prove dusk's innocence you get the level up so you've got evidence you're going to present this and then we'll assume that yeah we'll hope that dusk is set free uh, so, so next yeah, episode let's say... we
1: should come level nine
0: you should come level nine, yes. Augers.
2: Quick question. I don't want to like spoil anything, but should we come level nine with some of the things that we've spoken about previously? Yes. Like okay, cool. yes.
0: Uh I have to do a I have to make something for Shady. So
2: I'm excited. Um, I'm excited.
0: Cool. So yeah. It will be very uh it will be very rough and might need some tweaking as we play shady Sorry, i'm sure it'll, it it'll be, be fun it'll be test. super um but yeah we're gonna do that so yeah come level up uh level up uh, in between sessions and then we'll start next session going over what you guys um like little bits and bobs and i think that you've added and we can start talking about that stuff um are you guys gonna take a long rest do you think or a short rest <laughs> i
1: mean I before we give them the evidence yeah oh
2: probably no rest yeah i think we yeah, give it just to go them straight and there. then okay yeah
0: that's yeah. good it's just i want to plan for something especially for uh, mika's uh thing that she's doing so i just want to uh, prepare myself for some stuff on that
2: um uh, sweet i can I have a quick like chat with you about that after yeah. this cool sure.
0: um cool all right well uh it, let's do shout outs then uh i guess i will go you start I guess I will go first. Hi, I'm the DM. I'm Mark Humes. Uh, you also may, know, may also know me as Sherlock Humes. I do another D&D show called High Rollers D&D. It's every Sunday at 5 p.m. UK time. I think it's like 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, so if you want a nice Sunday morning D&D, come and tune in. Watch us play through our main campaign, Erois. I also have a brand new YouTube channel, which is just Sherlock Humes. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram, all under Sherlock Humes as well. Uh, and that's it. That's, that's where you can find me. Uh, I tag... Jonathan, Shady Penguin. Hi,
4: guys. My name's Jonathan, a.k.a. Shady Penguin. Uh, I have a YouTube channel called Shady Penguin Collects where I'm opening up cards, and it's a ton of fun. I opened up magic cards, which, fun fact, were made by Wizards of the Coast Poggers. Um, So totally go check that out, and that's pretty much going to be my shout-out. I'm going to go and tag Anna because she's underneath me.
1: Anna is desperately trying to find out if the thing that she wants to announce has been announced, so I guess it's not... (laughs) But oh. I'll give you a hint. Next week. Evelyn is making an appearance this holiday season. So Whoa. watch for that on social media. Those of you who liked Dice Camera Action or Acquisitions Incorporated or The C-Team, all of the shows where Evelyn has appeared. Um, but if you're looking to watch any other role play, I play Star Wars role play on Mondays on my channel, Anna Prosser. Um, Tuesdays, I'm here. And on Fridays, we started a new talk show called... Um, called Extra Brains, which is a brainstorming talk show that I do with my co-host DJ Wheat that I worked with for many years at Twitch. And the goal is to um, provide our brain power for you if you want to submit questions or ideas of things to talk about. But we're doing a special holiday episode. Our episode will be on National Native Native American Heritage Day. And so we're going to have our friend Cody Connors on to talk about um, being Native American in the US and how to engage with indigenous communities. Super excited to learn from him. He's amazing. Um, And then uh, if you missed Ponds and Patrons, we had one just this last Saturday. It's a drop-in friendly show that I do with some of the folks that I played with way back in Miss Clicks days. So that's a really fun one to drop in on. And all of the VODs are also on my Twitch channel. And
2: I tag Mika. Hello, I'm Mika Burton. You can find me at Mika Burton. Um, uh, Go watch Critter Hug on the Critical Role channel. I co-host that. You can go find really cool people in the D&D tabletop community doing some really awesome, rad stuff. And uh, Matt and I make asses of ourselves, which is always entertaining. Um, Also keep an eye on the same channel this coming December if you like really scary, terrifying, rambling uh, stories being passed back and forth uh, with some special guests for the next two episodes. Uh, Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, I've tagged Nate.
3: Hi, Uh, my, my name's Nate. Uh, I just learned that at level nine, that uh, Eldritch Knights don't get any more spells. So, big old L there. Um, and I've been streaming on my channel, also doing card openings and uh, building these these guys. That's been fun. These little Pokemon Legos. So,
2: oh my God, yeah. is that Charmander?
3: Yeah, and he's got he's got a little he's got a little blue friend. Look at him go.
2: Where's his oh, green boy. friend? Huh? His green friend, where he is doesn't he? Doesn't
3: come in the set because Bulbasaur always gets hosed. So that's weak.
2: Weak sauce.
3: Mm-hmm. So uh, YouTube.com slash Nate wants to battle games. I've been doing stuff there. Come hang out. It is fun. I tag no one because I was last. <laughs> I tag Mark again. What else are you doing? <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: Not a lot. I'm about to go read my book uh, and finish that off. That's what I'm going to go do. Thank you so much for watching uh, this week's episode of Nights of Evening Star. We will be back next week uh, to continue this and and hopefully get back to Evening Star. I think that we're going to make our way back to Evening Star next week, um, unless the party do something crazy that I'm not expecting. Uh, we should get back there there next week. Um, do the entire city. That's pretty much it. Thank you very much everybody for watching. Check out more D&D shows here on the D&D channel. Until then, goodbye. We love you. ta